Welcome to the Pass the Sugar podcast with Shani Boo Cakes. I am your host, Shani Boo Cakes, and this is episode six, Inside Out. So I'm going to start this episode by asking you guys a question. What does vulnerability look like to you? And this is something that I have been unraveling within the last maybe couple of months, I'll say. You know, as I go through this season of growth in many different ways, I started to recognize and reflect on the things that I feel I used to do well that maybe... I'm not that great at. One of the biggest things being communication. I have always prided myself on really good communication. The fact that I love words. You know, I know how to encourage others. I know know how to speak into other people's lives in a positive way. That is something that has come very naturally for me. However, I realized that maybe communication is a little harder than I thought. I mean, it's something that innately we think about and we say, yeah, communication is important, you know, along with honesty, especially when it comes to relationships. But real communication honestly requires a level of vulnerability. It requires you to show a little bit more of yourself or to give more of yourself to truly understand where the other person's coming from and to effectively communicate the things that are going on with you. And that, my friends, is a little harder to do. Last night I went to dinner with a very, very dear friend of mine and we were talking about something and he made a comment about a situation we were discussing and he said, maybe you should say it a little more like this. And his answer was very simple. It was very straightforward. And I thought to myself, wow, that actually effectively communicated my desire of the outcome of the situation and how I felt. But I realized it didn't occur to me to say it in that way or to say it at all, honestly, because in my opinion, my actions had already communicated those things. But in that moment... I fully realized that I need to get better about how I communicate, especially when it comes to relationships. So let me loop back to the question I asked you at the beginning of the episode. What does vulnerability look like? Honestly, I've always felt that I've been vulnerable and that has to do in large part with my size. You know, I've always been a bigger girl, as you guys already know, as I've explained in previous episodes. And I felt that in a way, my weakness was reflected on the outside, right? So the thing that I was slightly deficient in, if you will, was obvious to the human eye. And this is not to speak down on myself in any way, shape or form, but I'm trying to paint a picture because when kids make fun of things or when anyone feels the need to attack certain things, they're always going to go for the things that they can obviously see. And in my case, it's my weight. You know, I remember when I was five years old, I was in kindergarten um, and I was on the school bus. And at the time, at 
the school that I went to, we would ride the school bus with high schoolers as well. So it was elementary school kids, middle school kids, and high schoolers in addition. And I remember falling asleep on the bus and waking up, getting to school, putting my bag on as I walked off the bus and someone behind me tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, there's something on your shirt. And it was this, I believe it was a gotcha shirt that was like purple and teal. I distinctly remember it. I love to pair it with my overalls. Yeah, I just loved it. So I looked at my shirt and someone had written fat pig on my shirt. So first of all, as a five-year-old, you're like, oh my gosh, you, you feel so many emotions. Like you feel violated because you were sleeping, you know, very complex emotions for a five-year-old. But I distinctly remember that situation and it's made me realize that whoever had something to say about me or felt that they needed to label me in some way, it was because they felt they understood who I was. Like they knew who I was because of my size. They decided to form an opinion based on my size. So with regard to that, I felt that everything I wore on the outside was already a huge vulnerability. Fast forward now, um, as I got older, that reflected in my need to prove myself. You know, there are many things that contribute to that. And today people say like, oh, Shani, you're so great at this or you're so great at that. Well, I mean, that's great. You know, I don't live by praise alone, but it's come from years of me striving to do really well at many different things um, so that I could prove to everyone around me that it wasn't just about what was on the outside. It was what's, what's going on on the inside. I wanted the inside to reflect on the outside. I didn't want them to just look at that. I wanted to look, them to look at what a great person I was. And I fought that complex in high school as well. I had a lot of different friends from different friend groups, but you know, especially with regard to guys and like guys that I liked, um, I really struggled with that because I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed all the time. And I also really wanted someone to see me for me. I wanted them to not look at the girl on the outside. Everyone loves a good Cinderella story, right? Come on, she's all that. We love that because on the outside, they look like the underdog. But on the inside, you know, they have a really good heart and you want to see them win. And I wanted to win with regard to relationships. But, you know, all of those things put together, um, along with some other factors, are what have contributed to me putting a lot of pressure on myself um, to this day, if I can admit so. You know, it, it made me really guarded, not just the experience that happened to me when I was five years old, but the culmination of experiences that I have had. I've realized it's only been within the last few years as I have grown in my spirituality and my, you know, my walk with God and really understanding who he is. And the more I understand my maker, the more I understand where I come from. And that shapes my identity in a whole different way. That now I strive for my spirit and my heart to be the thing that shines forward, not just what's on the outside. And also understanding 
how to communicate effectively with people that what's on the outside is acceptable. I'm okay with it. Why are you so pressed about it? Why are you so concerned? Why do you feel the need to leave nasty comments or scoff at anyone who tries to exude their confidence that's happening on the inside, on the outside, because you feel they don't have a right to be confident or you feel they don't have a right to feel that way. You know, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast episode, if I do say so myself. But with regard to communication specifically, I've had a hard time being vulnerable because I felt that already my size has made me so vulnerable and it's made me such a target that I've wanted to back off and, and shy away from anybody truly noticing me, from anybody really seeing who I was. I was afraid of that and I was living my life in fear. I didn't want the attention brought on to me because I didn't like the attention that I was getting. But I realized that I had to shift my heart and my spirit. I had to be honoring of God and the season that he had placed me in, in order for me to shine in that season, in any season of your life. I want you to understand whether it's winter or it's summer, you have the opportunity to shine no matter what's happening in your life in the best possible way to let your heart shine through for people to see you from the inside out. But you have to accept what's happening on the inside. On my Instagram, in my bio line, it says love from the center of who you are. And that's so important for you to love from the center of who you are. But in order for you to love in that way, in order for you to shine in that way, you got to really know what's at the center. So I challenge you to ask yourself, journal it out. What's in the center? What's happening on the inside of me at the very core of myself? Does that core have the ability to love? Does that core have the ability to shine? And if not, maybe I got to make some adjustments, you know? I asked a while back, what's something that people would want to hear me speak on in my podcast? And the majority of the responses that I received had to do with relationships. And that's not a coincidence. Everybody struggles with relationships. Everybody has been at that point in their life where they struggle with relationships, whether it's familial whether it's friends, whether it's romantic relationships. Guys, this topic could go on forever and ever. But the reality of the situation always comes down to what's happening at the center. Understanding what's happening on the inside. Not of the other person. That's not your responsibility. It's your responsibility to understand What's happening on the inside of you. And so it hasn't been until the last few years that I really understand that it starts with me. It's not all about me, but it starts with me. Something that my church says often is, if I change, everything changes. And that's so true. I think we lose a lot of traction in life when we forget how truly empowered we are to not only be successful, but to be healthy. 
you know, especially when it comes to our relationships. Now, I know it's easier said than done. But basic self-care is required in order to tend to any relationship that you have in your life. And I'm still on this journey of vulnerability and truly, truly understanding how to communicate that in order to claim what God has for my life. In order for me to claim whatever it is that I want to attain in my life. So I challenge you that if you want to claim freedom from shattered self-confidence, it starts with you. If you want to claim freedom from a broken heart, from a damaged past, it starts with you and you need to make a decision and ask yourself what's at the core of who you are. Because people are always going to look at the outside. And they're going to judge you based on an unconscious bias, based on their upbringing, based on what they've been exposed to, based on the version of you that they've previously been exposed to. But you need to take a look at what's happening on the inside, the center, at the core of who you are. And I'm so grateful for the relationship that I've gotten to grow with God. You know, I know for some people that's a little bit of a struggle. And for some of you, it might make you uncomfortable to hear any sort of talk about God. But the truth of the matter is, he believes in you. You should believe in him. A lot of people have experienced hurt and pain from who they think God is, not from who they actually know who God is. Because religion and people and experiences have shaped their perception of who God is, right? So for myself personally, I had to come to a point where I needed to realign the center and the core of who I am, who I was created to be, and understand that in order to love from that place. Now, I I love, guys, I love love. First of all, in any way, shape, or form, love is such an important language. But I'm learning how to exemplify that love in different ways. Not simply through action, but through the things that I say. So I hope that you guys were encouraged by this topic, by this subject. I know it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. But anything that we want to improve in life, any growth that we want to experience, it really starts with us. So that's all I have for you guys for this episode. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. We need to